I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, everyone. Right. Well, this is the last of the episodes we recorded just before we went into lockdown, which means we best get cracking and record some more pretty sharpish. Uh, after last week's big night out, it's the morning after the night before. Enjoy. It's so nice to spend time with you both again. I mean, it's, it was it's, only it feels about... like three hours. <laughs> yeah, it was three hours ago when we left each other at, what, three in the morning? <laughs> what, what time did you have that curry? I had a curry at four o'clock this morning. On oh, amazing. do you know what? That's why I think I feel all right. I could eat the curry right now, you know. Could you? Yeah, definitely. And it's what? And, and a McDonald's. And a McDonald's. Yes. We might get a bit of sponsorship then if you start looking brands. <laughs> McDonald's, McDonald's, McDonald's. Oh, they'll be signing you up for the next dance. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we're looking good on it. I think. I thought we were going to look an absolute shambles. Yeah, I am impressed. You should was... point out this is the morning after the night out that we were doing last, yes. last time. That yeah. was my work event, which you two came to, and we had a right laugh, didn't we? Had we? A really good night. It was yeah. really good. When you finally managed to get into the room, Claire. Oh, when I finally, yes. <laughs> oh, man, this was brilliant. <laughs> so, Claire had this dress on, looking fabulous. She looked amazing, but it had a train on it. Little trail. Yeah. What mm-hmm. do you call it? A train or a trail? Like it was like a fish. Trail or a train? Is it a train or is that a wedding dress? Oh, I don't. I, I definitely wasn't wearing a, a wedding dress. <laughs> no, anyway, you had this bit attached to the back yeah, of your like dress. Yeah, fish taily bit at the back, yeah. didn't it? And she yeah. honestly looked so like Reese Witherspoon. My uh, daughter went to a fancy dress party with her boyfriend called Reese, and they didn't know what to go as. So I told him to take a spoon with him, and he could be Reese <laughs> Witherspoon. <laughs> oh, that is genius. <laughs> That is clever. Did anyone guess what he was? Uh, nobody guessed, but he told everyone, and yeah. everyone laughed. It was brilliant. Oh, yeah. that is brilliant. I think he took the That's credit very for good, Jeff. the finish now. So we walk in, and like, there's various cameras and everything, because it's a you know a Ponzi TV event. And uh, I'm like, Claire, come on! And we were walking in, and you just were like shaking your head, and I was like, Claire, come on! And I thought, oh God, maybe she's just gone all shy or something. It's been aloof. Yeah, <laughs> been aloof. And so I go over, and I'm like, Claire, man, what are you doing? Come on! And she just pointed down at the floor and the woman holding the camera was stood on the, on the <laughs> back of a dress and she couldn't move. So you didn't think to say... I'll, no, because I didn't want to interrupt her because she was filming. So I wanted to wait until she filmed her piece. And then I was just kind of like, you know, you, you, you're moving forward and you're not going anywhere because she was firmly 
on the dress. Yeah. Wasn't going anywhere. The camera was pointing at me at this point. So I'm like thinking, why is my friend not talking to me? <laughs> and, then, and then I had to tap the camera woman. Even though the camera was pointing at my face, I had to tap the camera woman on the shoulder and go, you stood on me mate's dress, love. <laughs> She was mortified. She was totally. Oh, she was so lovely. She was like, thank you so much for letting me finish that as well. <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry. So this podcast, which we oh, are yeah. now recording, <laughs> rather than just chat about our lives. Right. Yeah. yeah. Did any of you see the story the other day about Mark Zuckerberg and the fact that he apparently gets someone to blow dry his armpits when they're sweaty? Oh my God, I did. Was it something like before he goes on stage yeah. or he gets like really okay. nervous or something nervous yeah, would he, he get nervous yeah of course he would and he sweats so Mark Zuckerberg apparently gets one of his assistants to blow dry his armpit hair just to stop the sweaty patches that yeah. would make wouldn't that make him more like hot but as if it was a cool setting that would take longer to dry than if it's the cool setting I think yeah, you've yeah. seen the point the point is that he's asking somebody else <laughs> to bloody blow dry his armpits but is that because he can't look I'm lifting my arm up to see if I could do it I could do that myself definitely yeah and also do you know I know someone who wears a bloke who wears sanitary pads in his shirt I've heard that people do this yeah to, to soak up the sweat well that's fine that's not <laughs> people... because he's doing it to himself yeah <laughs> What's your issue, Jeff? <laughs> My issue, what counts is the fact that he's asking somebody who he employs to blow dry his armpits. That's a, what counts. Yeah. That's like within job duties, and at the end of the, the job description, it says, and any other duties applicable to the post. Yeah. Like, oh, I didn't have blow drying down. <laughs> that's a good point, though. They get away with yeah, a lot based on that. But what you are, you're looking very like strangely I'm at just, me, Jeff. I don't know how you get to that point where you think it's acceptable to ask somebody to blow dry your armpits. Yeah. Oh, it's huge, isn't it, though? Like, I don't I mean, care. I, I know, I know. Huge I know. in size, or...? No, of course right. not. No, it's, <laughs> like, a, it's a whip of a thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's slight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever met him? No. Yeah, you see photos of him. <laughs> Everyone, when people see me in real life after they've seen me on telly, they always comment on how small I am in real life. And thin, so I, I think I look like an Amazonian on telly. <laughs> anyway, it is, yeah. uh, anyway, you that we kept quiet. Then. I know. Yes, you look really sweet. small and <laughs> slim there. <laughs> Curry at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you do look different from the TV, though. Anyway, I remember when I worked at Black and Decker, and the boss there made me go and get um, dog food for his dog from the local um, pet shop because it was Bulls Pizzles. Bulls Pizzles? Yeah. So you had to go and ask for Bulls Pizzles? Yeah. Do you know what it is? No. It's the the naughty bit of a bull. What? Bulls Pizzles. It's like a, a penis. What? That's what dogs pet eat. Shops, what? Yeah. My dog doesn't eat that. Thank God. <laughs> but yeah, have you never heard that? Bulls Pizzles. Oddly, no. Yeah, I had to go and buy them because, and I didn't know what they were. I was there doing an engineering apprenticeship, so it was totally irrelevant. Going and to. How are they served up? Are they, are they like in a shop? bag? Or chopped up? Not in a big. I don't know. I didn't look oh, too closely, to be honest. Because no. then I googled what they were, and I was like, <gasps> Oh my god! It, yeah, but that's quite a weird thing to get somebody yeah, to is. do, isn't it? it? Is, yeah. Can you go there? Quite... But I quite enjoyed it because it meant it meant I got to drive his like posh work car. So I'd be like driving down the cool. road, blasting the music out, and I'd purposefully leave the music on really, really loud in the car. So when he started the car, it would be like boom, loads of really <laughs> I love loud that. music. 
Just for a laugh. I love that. You know those, this might go off topic a little bit. That's a, that's a change for Claire. <laughs> <laughs> you know these construction, you know when you're in construction and they get the apprentices to do really mm. daft things. Sky they, hooks and Yeah, all that. and then the ones like, um, go to the shop and buy the tartan paint. Yeah. And they do, and it's like, oh, they try. And I love those. Can I tell you, give you some of the uh, emails we've had in about it? Because it's, I just love it so much. Do you know which ones are the best ones? And all of these are funny, daft, as opposed to anything dodgy, I'll just point out. But all the ones from, like, the PAs to bosses are hilarious. Because you can imagine, you know, you've got a lot of the go and get my wife's Christmas present, that type of thing. Uh, There's loads of them, but let me give you a few here. A charity CEO I worked for asked me to do several things, so these are a couple of them. Brush down a dress for her, then choose another one for a fashion show while holding her handbag throughout the said fashion show. But he says his favourite is, run a 10k race for her because a cosmetic surgery procedure had gone spectacularly wrong, make it impossible for her to compete. So he had to run the team. He ran on her number? Yeah. I don't know. ask that. I know. That is dedication, by the way, because I wouldn't even run the shops. (laughs) <laughs> what for somebody no. you wouldn't go and I'd get go somebody's bold I wouldn't go for a run I certainly would not I couldn't do a long run uh, right here we go <clears throat> lots of memories but one of the most random is I was given their debit card and a list of presents for their wife including a fake tan kit lady shave and anything you could think she'll like then wrap them including write the card this was an annual occurrence till he left the business Write the card as well. Shocking. How dare they not write a card? I'm furious with that. Here's another one. I was asked not only to water her plants, but to diarise and carry out a baby bio-feeding regime. Until I told her I wasn't there for plant watering feeding, but to do an actual job. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, there, a- you see, uh, <laughs> you need a system with your baby bio. If you get out of whack... Yeah, you got yeah, dead but that's plants. your thing, not the not an employee's thing. I know, but it's not a, it's not a hardship that one, is it? It doesn't feel like it's a power play, like the bulls. I mean, I pizzles. don't imagine that's what they applied for or went to uni for. You know, they, How do you they know they went to uni? Well, I'm just assuming. Well, you, you know, oh what? yeah, look at you with all your uh, assumptions. Yeah, maybe they were glad to get that job. What doing the plans? Yeah, you're not listening. Until I told her, Jeff I wasn't shops. there for plant water and feeding, but to do an actual job. <laughs> I think the tequila's clouding your. Um... It wasn't tequila; it was sambuca. It was both. Actually. No, you had tequila as well. They ran out of sambuca, so you had tequila yeah, as well. <laughs> And do you know what? By the time I got to you with the lemon and salt, you'd already done the shot. <laughs> uh, but it is a power play, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah, is. For the most part. Yeah. I think that's changing, though, because a lot of these, I would say, are from the past. But here's another one. In the early 90s, before internet TV and set-top boxes, my boss, who was a partner in a law firm, had me type up his weekly TV viewing from the TV Times that would be sent to his wife to record. <gasps> I was a trainee solicitor at the time, so was, this was not the best use of my skills. Oh, my God. That's just outrageous. I know. That? I know. Do you think it's mainly men who it. would do such a thing? It sounds a bit like it. Although that one about the plant was a well. female boss. Yeah, I, I think you might so. be right about the power trip. 
you can't be that busy that you can't water your own plants or you can't write out a card. Do you know what I mean? But sometimes it's out of desperation and it's needs most. When I was working once for a family festival and people had to take turns dressing up in this massive gruffalo outfit. <laughs> Do you know the gruffalo? Yeah. yeah. And I said, I'm not bloody getting in that. And it was so hot that we people were only allowed a maximum of 20 minutes inside because of health and safety. <laughs> And I said, I'm not doing it. And by the Sunday, everyone had just had enough. So I had to have a go. So I grumped and grumbled. And I got in. And the second I got into the Gruffalo suit, I thought, I found it. I found my calling. I was brilliant. I had all the moves and the kids. <laughs> all the moves. I did. Give us a Gruffalo raw. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, what happened? So anyway, the kids loved it. So I set off, and I had to be led by the hand because you couldn't see a thing. And I set off, and there was a kind of boundary point you couldn't go beyond because ha- you had to get back to change behind the tree uh, so nobody could see. So, Watching kids if they saw the Gruffalo changing behind the tree. Exactly, exactly. So, so I went beyond this boundary point, and the woman who was guiding me by the hand said, you've got to turn around. I was going, no, no, I'm having the best time. This is brilliant. And I went, carried on, and carried on, and suddenly it hit. I hit the wall. <laughs> And I was sweating so much, <laughs> my glasses fell off into the gruffalo boot. <laughs> and then I tripped over. Oh, no. And I swear to God, there was about 50 kids. And the, 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 oh, the, what, are the two, what, what are the two words you don't want to hear in that situation? Swearing. <laughs> no. Pile on. <laughs> oh, really? I got buried in children. I was in the... Oh. I was, I swear to God, I lost a stone. In sweat. In sweat. They had to kind of pull me across the field at the end. Because I couldn't couldn't get out of the Gruffalo suit in the middle of the field and have all the kids start crying. So So, someone was pulling you along in the Gruffalo suit while loads of kids were on top of you. They they had to kind of chuck them up and peel these kids. That's distressing actually now. There's that lovely little Gruffalo and then he's been dragged away <laughs> by these horrible humans. <laughs> Step aside, children, the Gruffalo. <laughs> the Gruffalo's had too much tequila. Yeah, he's not feeling very well. But in that, my point being, in that case, it was needs must and the boss said, come on, please, Gotta will do you it. do it? Everyone else has had a go and I think you might make a good Gruffalo. You know, and I, I was, I was a that. really good Gruffalo. I, l- I love that you love that you were a great Gruffalo. I we, love that. We need to, at some point, have a party for our children, Claire, and get him to dress as the Gruffalo. That brilliant. I think they had to write that suit off because it was <laughs> so besmirched in my sweat. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You know, like thinking about it in Florida, you know, the, the characters, they must be absolutely... The Disney characters. Uh-huh. Yeah. Boiler. Absolutely, That yeah. must be really hard work, actually. They do a quick walk around, don't they? And then that's it. Do you know it. what? I bet there's people listening who've had to dress up as something for work. So yeah. let us know. Um, talking about dressing up, there's a, a daft boss thing uh, related to that that we've had in. Go on. So I worked at a global company's headquarters on Teesside. Yay! Come on, son. I was at that. They hadn't written that. That was just me ad-libbing. <clears throat> I was asked to keep the IT specialist talking. He travelled up from London. Until my male boss took his makeup and bask off. The boss had dressed up as a character from a Rocky horror show to present someone's retirement gift. <laughs> brilliant. That is brilliant. I like that boss. Yeah. Can you imagine that though? Oh no, one of the big bosses from London's coming up quick. I'm in a bask. Get, Get it off. Yeah. I like that. Because bosses boss. aren't always bad. I've had a couple no, of really no. good bosses. Oh, yeah, time. really good. So we should wonder, we should ask what the nicest thing a boss has asked you to do. Yeah, yeah, that would be nice. Wouldn't be very funny. But <laughs> uh, I've got more. Go on, Steph, Claire, and Jeff. I picked up my American boss from the airport. He requested that I take him to a betting shop so he could place a bet on the U.S. Open golf. He came from a U.S. state where sports betting was not legal, so he was very keen to place his bet when he was here. All done successfully. After his trip, he left me the betting slip and returned back to America. Over the weekend, his selected player won the US Open, so I had to go and collect the winnings. The win was substantial, over £1,000. It took two trips to the betting shop to organise because it was such a large payout. I was then requested to get the winnings converted to US dollars and get a cheque drawn up. This took another trip to the bank and cost 15 quid, which I had to pay. I then sent in the cheque by courier... I was only meant to be picking him up from the airport. But that is above and beyond the call of duty. That is good, isn't it? That is. Also, it sounds like... did you not get a cut of the money? Exactly, it sounds like he didn't, which is, that's cheeky, that. That is cheeky, yeah. If if I won the lottery, even if it was a tenner on the lottery, actually, maybe not a tenner, if it was more than that... Maybe bloody mind. (laughs) Somewhere between a tenner and the jackpot. yeah. I'd share it out, was what I was going to say. You wouldn't expect someone to go and do all that for you, would you? No. But if you did, if somebody did do that for you because of the circumstances, you're not, you're not going to be able to get that, pick up your winnings, you'd make some gesture. It wouldn't even have to be money, would it? Of you'd send something not. over. Yeah, of course yeah, you would. Yeah, of course, yeah. Talking about helping people out, here is another story for you. My first job was at a family manufacturing firm. Father and two sons were the directors. It was a salt-glazed pipe manufacturers. Niche. A what? 
salt glazed pipe manufacturers. Very neat. Why would you need a salt glazed pipe? Well, we've done a program about salt, and haven't we, we? And we never covered that. <laughs> we did a two part series. Yeah, we did a two part series on the history salt. of salt. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You don't sound very interested. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> really? <laughs> and do you know what it involved? It involved Jeff. We'll come back to the story. It involved Jeff making me record. This link in the middle of a graveyard on the side of a oh, cliff in, in Ab- um, Landudno. Yeah, oh, man. in the middle, of, like in the middle of the dark, with like wind howling around. In the middle of winter. And I was, and I was like, Jeff, it's for radio. <laughs> and he's like, I want the real atmosphere. So there I am, stood in this graveyard, fearing for my life. And it, with the creaking gate. Do you remember yeah. the creaking gate? Oh. It sounded fantastic. It did sound good. And it was because there used to be these people called Sin Eaters, not mm. to be confused with the pop star Sin Eater. And <laughs> Although I think we played a bit of Sin Eater in that way. <laughs> and they would have to, when someone died, a Sin Eater was someone who was like, just outside of the town was a bit uh, like a poorer person in society, maybe not particularly... Shunned. Shunned, by yeah. society. And they, when someone died, would be brought in to like the funeral or whatever. To the wake. To the wake, and they'd have to eat salt off the body of the dead person. Because the salt absorbed what? the sins of the body, of, yeah. the, of the person, passed into... The, you know how salt kind of extracts moisture and stuff, so it was thought that it would extract the sin. Sin eater eats the sins... The salt. I'm not okay with this. Good. <laughs> I mean, this is a long time ago. I can't get my head around that. But in terms of your boss asking you to do weird stuff. <laughs> I mean, that's... that's <laughs> Would you nip down the way and just eat some salt? Why? Oh, no, no, you don't need to worry about that. <laughs> yeah. There's no sin in it, is it? <laughs> no, that is... But I'm, anyway, like, a little bit boggled there. But there, you did not know about that I in the history of salt. I did not know about I know, and therefore you should listen to that programme. It's probably still available online, is it? I'm sure it is, yes. <laughs> the History of Salt, presented by me, Steph McGovern. In a very atmospheric fashion. <laughs> yeah. No, it was fun, that. Anyway, back to this story. My first job was at a family manufacturing firm. Father and two sons were the directors. It was a salt-glazed pipe manufacturers. <laughs> <laughs> the directors were hands-on. Not like that. Always covered in clay dust. The father was in his 70s. He sat in the office, perched at the end of a spare desk one lunchtime. After he finished his sandwich, well, she's describing this one, isn't she? He propped a mirror up and proceeded to trim his nose hair. Then he asked me, the office junior, to trim the hairs on his ears for him, (gasps) which I did. (laughs) No. She, She talks very fondly of this, though. She even says he was a lovely man. Quite short in stature, slightly stooped. I wouldn't do his ears, though. No, I know where it comes back to whatever episode with the person who... Oh, yes. Uh, ...tweezered. But, like, trimming someone's ear hair. No. Would you rather trim somebody's ear hair or nose hair? <laughs> or nose hair? Oh, I no. thought you were going to say, or eat salt off I a did dead person. Well. <laughs> I did. Neither. No. It was, it was an either-or. Nah. Too early in the morning You're very damning today, Claire. <laughs> You're just not engaging. It's just You're not eating salt. I am engaging. I'm not eating salt off the morning. I'm not trimming hair. Would you wear a gruffalo suit? Yeah, I would. <laughs> <Do you laughs> I know would. Her face lit up then. The yeah, idea of I'm being all right a with a fancy dress outfit. 
What's the funniest fancy dress outfit you've ever done? Oh, I don't think I've done funny before. Not Reese Witherspoon funny. No, but that that's I might use that. That's quite cool. You're, You're not called Reese. Yeah, oh, I'm not called Reese. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a problem. Um, Alex once went out as a robot, but Alec, he was Alex being oh my husband, right. yeah, and he was in like a cardboard box. And when we went out, we went clubbing, we went to a party first, and then we went out after. But every time he sat down, he lost his head because he was just going into the box. So there was just this box. But everyone just used it to lean on and put their drinks on. So it was brilliant. That was a good one. I do like a fancy dress, actually. I think people get really creative. I love it. When we were dancing, we used to do them on tour. And we used to do something beginning with. And you just Uh, pick a letter from the alphabet. And one year, the M's were really good. We had like M&M's. Um, what else did we have? Moulin Rouge. <laughs> I don't know, I the mini bar. Three blind mice. Uh, Some of them came as the three blind mice. That was good. But the mini bar guy was great. Well, he literally he came as a mini bar. He did, yeah, yeah. And he'd made the cardboard and he, he opened his door and he had the he had drinks like <laughs> that is Oh, it was brilliant. It was so good. Did he overcharge? Yeah. <laughs> so honestly, it was brilliant. Did he have real drinks in his box? Yeah, he did. Oh, he did. I've got that. some photos. I'll find them. Brilliant. Yeah. Steph, yeah. you've got five seconds, you've got an M. What are you going to coming at? I don't know, don't put me under pressure like that. A mouth, maybe. You come as a mouth. Yeah. You come as the not bad as a Monday logo. Oh, not yeah. Bad, not bad for a Monday logo. Yeah, the lips. Not bad for a Monday. Which we should thank James Mobs for, my mate Mobsy, who knocked that up for us. Slush. Thank you. And my mate Nick Foster did the music for us, we should give him a shout out too. He's turning into one of those... Speeches, the awards speeches. I'd just like to thank everybody who has helped us through this process for free. Thank you. When we make loads of money off t shirts that we get printed up, yeah. we'll, we'll be in touch. Yeah. <laughs> I love the logo though. It's lush. Good. Yeah, it's really nice. But that's what you could go as lips, mouth. Right. Monday. Should we uh, wrap things up? Do you think what you choose to dress up as says something about yourself? The fact wow. that you want to come as a mouth? Means I talk a lot and I'm a gobshite. I'm not saying that. <laughs> you were thinking it though. <laughs> I'm getting to a point where I can read your mind. Scary. Before we wrap up, I've got one more story for you that's been sent in via email. If you want to email, not bad for Monday at hotmail.com. About 25 years ago, I was a trainee solicitor in a rural area of. I can never say the word rural. Rural area of Scotland before email was commonplace, right? My boss realised one morning that we had a deadline to lodge a document at Glasgow Sheriff Court. So he asked me to drive up to Glasgow about two hours away and do the necessary. Not particularly efficient, but I went off and did what I was told. A day out of the office and a bit of a skive. Magic. Just before I left, he casually mentioned that his wife had ordered half a cow from a farmer friend in Ayrshire and could I just stop off on my way back from court to save her a journey? Which I did without any question. I found the farm, picked up half a cow and drove back to the office before five to hand it over. Thankfully, the cow was butchered and frozen. It was a chilly drive back as I didn't dare put on the car heaters in case the cow defrosted. Not sure I'd be so amenable to such a request these days. When you said half a cow, I, I didn't think it was already dead. I was starting to panic about, obviously it would be dead. I know, it took us, it's early morning, it took us a little while to, to register what was going on there. You didn't think it would be dead? Well, it, I knew it would be dead, but I just, you know, yeah. You just thought it would be I just like, couldn't register that. Like a pantomime cow? Just half a cow, yeah. I was like, what? Which half were you imagining? The back, weirdly. Mm-hmm. But that is a good that example is. of weird requests from uh, bosses. And if you have any stories like that, let us know because there's loads out there. Can I tell you one more, actually, that I've Go just on. remembered? Go on. 
the funniest thing my boss has asked me to do is to get my mum to make him onion bhajis because he loves Indian food and he couldn't be bothered to go out and buy them. And he didn't just ask for a few, he wanted some to be frozen too. <laughs> so he made this girl who worked for him go back home, make a load of onion bhajis and bring them in so he could freeze them. Get stuffed, mate. Have you got this guy's number? <laughs> Do you know what? I'm starving. Yeah, actually, we should wrap, wrap it up and eat. Because it's only two hours in Jedi Curry. <laughs> oh, it's so tasty. I just remember sat there absolutely hammered, shoveling this curry oh, into my mouth, like, oh, this is yes. the tastiest thing I've eaten. And I mean, I was wearing some of it when I woke up this morning. Oh, no. <laughs> Bit of tikka masala for me. Oh, God. <laughs> Classy. Uh, right, and should we that. go? <laughs> Time for breakfast. No, Come on. <laughs> Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.